Okay, y'all. So I think I gave you guys enough time to watch this movie. And by movie, I mean The Eternals. Because if you follow me on social media, you know that this was going to be the topic of my next episode. And I'm super excited to talk about it. And hopefully I don't sound too far-fetched with what I'm about to say. But if you're awake, you should know that this stuff I'm going to say is probably most likely 99.9% true. Where I got that percentage and statistic from, I don't know. But nothing is ever 100%. But as I told you before, I believe that Hollywood knows things that go far beyond what the general population has believed. And I believe right now that there are people in the industry who are either beings from the outside, because now when I watch things, I'm like, how could they have possibly even known that? Or where did they even get the concept to make this show or this movie about this certain topic? And now I am a big action movie fan and definitely a fan of Marvel, but after watching The Eternals, my mind has completely changed about every other one of their movies before this. And now I'm starting to connect the dots with this particular movie and actual real life. Now I'm going to try to connect with what I feel is a giant metaphor for the Bible and connecting the outside intelligent life form. And before you tune me out, because if you're not religious, some people are like just do not want to hear anything about religion. But I need you to hear me out on this, y'all, because I was like, oh my gosh. And the little that I've known, I mean, I was in church, you know, growing up, but everything that I've learned, now I'm connecting everything and I'm like, oh my gosh, what is going on? So if you haven't seen it, the movie is about these two groups, the Eternals and the Deviants, who are concerned with the emergence which is an event triggered by the energy of people who are snapped back into existence. Now, I'm not, I don't want to sound like a nerdy Marvel comic book type person, but what I'm about to say hopefully does not confuse you. This emergence is um, something that they want to stop because it would create and cause a lateral earthquake that would give rise to these deviant beings who in the movie are depicted as evil And um, the end goal of these celestials, these outside non-humans, is to bring an end to human life through this emergence of Tiamat. It's um, this celestial egg. Now, hopefully, you're not like, what did you just say? What in the world are you talking about? So to put it back into what I feel is biblical context, I feel that these Eternals and these Deviants are and were the start of mankind, which I feel are maybe the descendants of Cain and Abel, because Abel was the good brother and Cain being the bad brother, you know, who murdered his brother, or what we see as bad. Um, I think that's what that is. And I'm not an expert on the Bible, but from what I know, the the descendants of Cain died in the great flood. And in the movie, these beings come out of the water, y'all. So I was like, oh my gosh, that's probably it. And that's probably what that means. Now, when I said the celestial's end goal was to bring an end to human life through the emergence of this celestial egg, I feel that this egg is the coming of Christ or Jesus. They're trying to stop something from being born because you know that when he comes back, He's coming back. Now in the Bible and Revelation, a lot of people associate that um, end of the world 
Meaning like they feel like something or someone is going to come down from heaven or we're going to be burnt to the ground or just some major cataclysmic thing is going to happen. But whatever the movies depict as the end, you know, you you give that whatever meaning you want to. But even if you don't follow biblical text, you kind of know what is probably going to happen. But after much, much, much research and dreaming and the enlightenment that I feel, I feel like the second coming of Christ is not that, but it really means that we are all going to wake up and raise our vibration to a Christ-like consciousness, meaning we are going to be able to see everything for what it actually is and become more peaceful and become more like him. Now, most of us have been seeing in the news and the media things that point to what feel like the end of something or the start of something new. And I feel like we are at this point in life right now. Things are dying. People are waking up and hopefully more people are waking up because I I have seen, you know, some of my friends who were some far left believing the news kind of thing. And now they're like, they're lying. They're lying to us about all of this. And I'm like, yes, they are. Open your eyes. But anyways, in the movie, this emergence begins uh, with an exploding volcano. Now, maybe this doesn't have anything to do with anything, but right now there is a volcano, an active volcano, La Palma, that a lot of people have been paying attention to right now because they say that it's going to erupt. And if it does, it's going to cause like this major tsunami and it's going to be pretty wild. And in the movie, that is exactly what happened, y'all. The volcano erupted, and when the water came out and started moving, these deviants came up out of the water, and they began eating people. Now, is that happening right now? You know, play by play? No. But you understand that metaphor, right? And these Eternals get their messages from Arisham, who is their god. And when they talk to him, like when they talk to him, their bodies like, flash and zoom out of earth and they're just floating in space when they're talking to him like their body's just like in darkness and then it's just him talking and there's an earth behind him and this figure by the way he's like way bigger than earth like it makes the earth look like a little marble and he has six eyes and he speaks in a deep voice and he looks like a robot and this made me think of our dreams When we dream, we travel somewhere else. It's not of this world, and it's said that dreams are messages from God. And in the movie, Arisham wants the emergence to begin. Now remember, the emergence again means that these deviant beings will rise from the earth, and it will be an end to mankind. Which then made me think about when God sent the flood to wipe out humanity because he did not like how people were living and how they were intended to live was not what they were doing, y'all. And the main characters, the, the main Eternals, they're split as to who wants to stop it and who doesn't. Now, there are two characters, I'm not going to say their names, but those two want this emergence to happen. They don't want to stop it. And I couldn't figure out yet, but I was wondering, who do they represent? Like, because Arisham, the god, wants to, like, stop it or not stop it, too. And so then I was like, are they, like, his little sidekicks or what? I don't know. But the rest of the Eternals want to stop it, 
which goes against what their God wants. And in the movie, another character, I won't say who he is, said that the, although they're all not in agreement with what they should do, the rest of them who are and who want to stop it can unite and create what he calls the unimind, which would make them more powerful altogether. So then this made me think of what's going on today. They, the powers that be, don't want us all united because they know that we are more powerful together than separate. This is why they continue to divide us constantly so that we can take our eyes off the bigger picture. And in the movie, you know, Arsham is the leader. And even though our leaders here want one thing from us, we know that's not in our best interests. Not to follow the rules and not to comply. We are essentially trying to save each other from being held captive to the system and lose our freedoms. Which, again, made me think of the movie. There are those who hear what their leader, their God, their whoever is saying, but they feel like their decision and their choice is the better one for humanity. So, yeah, I'm going to go back and forth with this movie and another video that I saw um, that has to do with where we are and where we came from and who actually controls us. Because when I watched this video, y'all, I was like mind blown. This video was uploaded years ago, like in the early 2000s. And there were so many similar theories in this video, they were also in the movie. Now, this video I found on YouTube. It was a lady. Um, her name is Dolores Cannon, and she goes to um, to this like little seminar, and she starts talking to people about what she says humans are. Now, Dolores was a self-described like past life regressionist, and she's a hypnotherapist who specialized in recovery and cataloging um, of lost knowledge. Now, they say the Bible is missing a lot of books. Where are those books? I don't know. But she is in search for this lost knowledge. And her roots in hypnosis go back all the way to the 1960s. Um, and she specialized in past life therapy. Now, she became perhaps the most unlikely expert on prophecies of Nostradamus. And y'all, when I found out about Nostradamus, like around 9-11, when I was like in eighth and ninth grade, I was like freaking terrified. I was like, we're all going to die. Oh my gosh, this is the end of the world. And I was like super, super scared. Just letting y'all know that. But she, like many others, claim we are essentially experiments from a higher intelligence who were sent to the earth to be observed by them. Them. Y'all know I'd be talking about them and they. They are not allowed to interfere with us, with our problems or with anything. And we're given free will to see what we would like to do with it. Now, this in correlation to the Bible, again, we are given free will, but I also feel that free will has its consequences. In the Eternals, there are scenes where these beings are existing with humans, and they're observing, though, humans killing each other and fighting one another, and one of the um, Eternals wants to step in because he doesn't like what he's seeing, and he has the power to control people's minds, kind of put them again, like under hypnosis and bring them to peace. But he's always stopped every time he tries because the other ones remind him that their mission is not to interfere. And they were told not to interfere with our conflicts. It's kind of like when you have kids, those of you who have kids, they're yours, you can guide them, but you cannot be with them in every aspect of their life. And you don't interfere most of the time whenever they're just going about their days. So even when they're younger, you tell them not to jump on the couch because they're a fall and then they end up falling and they learn their lesson and you're like, that's what you get. This is why I feel like 
They say we are God's children. They, them, God is watching over us, guiding us, but not really interfering with our day-to-day unless we come to him. Okay, moving on. So in the movie, Thena, who's uh, played by Angelina Jolie, I'll give y'all, you know, her name, um, is the goddess of war and she has a problem with her memory. Like she can't forget anything or remember anything. Like she's confused. And they say that some of us were sent to this place called Earth on a volunteer basis. So we pick who we are, where we want to be, what family we want to be born into. But when we do come here, we have no recollection or memory of our mission. We have to figure that out as we move through life, which is why we search for purpose and are constantly looking for answers like, why are we here? You know, and they say not all of us are real humans. We were sent here to raise the consciousness in the vibrations of this earth and to bring everyone up to a more Christ-like consciousness. And this made me, y'all, this made me think of that movie Soul that Disney came out with. That is like literally the plot of the movie if you've seen it. You know, I'm just going to say it. Like the little souls are looking down at earth and then they like jump down like they're ready to like start life. And I was like, oh my gosh, like they're telling us that's what it really is. But anyways, y'all, I'm not, I'm not going to get into that movie. I'll save that for another time. But anyways, they say that volunteers will be placed all around the earth um, of different genders and races, which is exactly what the movie is, y'all. The entire cast is all different. There um, is an Asian person and a black person and a white person and gay and straight and all that. They're all from different walks of life. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's literally the movie. Okay, anyways, I'm getting carried away. So anyways, there's an evil deviant. His name is Crow, and he's the only one who can speak. There's a scene where he and um, Thena are in a cave, and he begins to talk to her as if she's someone else that she knows. Like he's using, um, he took the powers of someone else, and he's using his voice to talk to her. And her eyes become like white, like she's hypnotized, Um and he's talking to her and, and it seems like she's um, trying to, or he's trying to get her to do something she doesn't want to do. So this made me think of him being a representation of the serpent in the Bible, y'all, the snake who talks to Eve. Now, is it an actual snake? I don't know. But I was like, that's a metaphor for it. Y'all, I'm telling you, it's getting deep. And hopefully I'm not jumping all around all over the place and you guys are following along. But... I've also seen people say that this movie is a representation of the Anunnaki coming back to Earth. And if you've never heard of that term, the Anunnaki is the name of, um, given to these divine extraterrestrial race or this intelligent life known for um, being godlike. They are human-like um, from Mesopotamia, and they helped humans in several ways, various ways, like giving us advanced technology. And there are theories that they also enslaved humans and made us suffer and created this society, which is what they're watching over. It's like we're an experiment. They say that um, the Anunnaki was also sent to Earth to search for life-saving gold. Y'all, in the movie, they have gold jewelry and bracelets that connect them all together to be more powerful. Is that why gold is so expensive right now? Or why it has so much value? I don't know, y'all. 
But I think I'm going to end it right here because I don't want to give too much of it. And of course, I didn't say, you know, who goes what or who dies or who this or who that. But at the end of the movie, there is one group who leaves Earth and the other stays behind on Earth. And I came to the conclusion about that. Is this, in fact, what the rapture would look like? Or is it the splitting of the two Earths where some people will remain in this 3D world while some will ascend back to 5D? Who knows? But in the end, their god, Arsham, says he is not pleased that they stopped the emergence and said he would return for judgment for what they did. Y'all, judgment, Bible, currently. Y'all, my mind is blown and hopefully yours is too. If you don't follow me on social media, please do so so that I can see everything that you guys want to talk about and we can talk to each other because I can't put it all into one podcast. So y'all, let's interact. On Instagram, my name is Jalisa underscore Danielle and Twitter is Jalisa Danielle underscore. So Instagram, J-A-L-I-S-A underscore Danielle, D-A-N-I-E-L-L-E. And on Twitter, Jalisa J-A-L-I-S-A, Danielle, D-A-N-I-E-L-L-E, underscore. Please, please, y'all. Please spread the word about my podcast in case I do get shadow banned or deleted off of social media, which will never happen. But, of course, I would make another page if it did. But right now, I want to spread the word so that people can constantly tune in and we can grow this thing together.